All right. I think we're in the green. Yay. No more writing errors. No more writing errors. What is up, you guys? And welcome to the podcast. I am Zamora Love. Princess Booty Shorts here. And baby, it's early mm-hmm. and I just brushed my teeth. We love that feeling. I hate it because I'm very upset. I want to drink this water, but it's going to taste nasty. And I want to drink this beer, but it's going to taste nasty. Water tasting nasty after you brush? Everything tastes nasty after I brush my teeth. Oh, my gosh. I can't do, like, orange juice or, like. Oh, no. You'll have a fucking. Well, excuse my French. You'll have a system overload. But water is just water. Everything. Water doesn't make me have a system overload. Overload, it just is disgusting. After I brush my teeth, every like the first thirty minutes. That's very interesting. I know, but I'm gonna have to suck it up because I'm thirsty. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I woke up parched and I chugged a little bit of water, and then I didn't drink enough before. You should have chugged two waters. I know. Oh well. I'm going to make it work. Baby, we are not in drag today. Um, Get used to it, but don't get used to it at the same time. For real. For real, for real. The season is also coming to an end. I can't believe it. This is our second to last episode before the end. Next episode will be the season finale of season one. It's been such a fun run. Yeah, we're going to take a little break. We're giving you guys a heads up now. Yeah. Um, We will take about a month off. Mm-hmm. And then when we come back, uh, we will be back and better than ever. I'm so excited. With a little bit more structure, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get some episodes pre-recorded. <laughs> so that way we don't have to... Wake up early as crap. Day of or day before. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're excited for season two. Uh, during the break, uh, we are going to be posting like some favorites from season one. Uh, so we'll have Princess pick out some of her favorite like Reddit stories, and then I'll pick out some of my favorite Reddit stories, and then we'll drop maybe two or three a week yeah. while we're gone. I mean, we have so many to pick from. Literally. We have, we have so many episodes. It's crazy. Yeah, it'll be 30 episodes. Each season is going to be 30 episodes. Sickening. Yeah. Sickening. So season one has been a blast. Uh, so next week we'll all be about season one and... Our favorite moments and all that jazz. Maybe we'll get in drag for that one. I think we should. We we absolutely should. Respectfully. Y'all just have to understand when you do drag full time, it'd be tiring to get into drag when it's your off day. It's like, I do not want to get in drag today. Uh, yeah. And then on top of that, I have rehearsal later on. So it was like, I'm not getting in drag just to literally take it off and then... That was another thought that I had because I was like, I'm about to go dance. Yeah. Use product for nothing. I mean, it's not nothing, but like, yeah. It's it's for a good cause. It's for the people. But we ain't getting paid. That part. Well, yet. Yet. Who knows? By season two, we might be. Wink, wink. YouTube (laughs) numbers are looking great. I was going to be like, subscribe to our Patreon. (laughs) Look, the Patreon... (laughs) We gave up on that a long time ago, but it was a lot. But. We are going to get back into the Patreon. Um, there's a lot of things that we're going to do in season two um, that will just be more structured and better for us, better for you guys, and it's going to be good. Yeah. But before we get into all of that, 
remember to roll, roll up, up, spark up, up, and pour up pour a up, cup of coffee up. or tea. Because it's, it's early as hell and you shouldn't be drinking. Unless you're like me. Tea. Cracking a Coors Light. This is giving very hetero. It is. And I'm wearing my JMO sweater. Shout out to Sidetrack. Well, shout out to JMO. And then shout out to Sidetrack because they gave Sidetrack the merch. And then Sidetrack was like, well, we know that you're the biggest JMO drinker here. Honestly, so. if the Jameson logo was an orange, that would be sickening because you were the orange Jameson drinker. I know, but I also drink the regular JMO too Ooh. with Coke. Oh, cute. Yeah, I do the orange with. Well, I don't want to tell y'all. You I don't can't tell get y'all. the signature drinks. Well, the thing is, <laughs> because everybody at Sidetrack literally has asked me, what do you drink? And I've told them, and everybody starts ordering it now. So literally, I've been like an influencer at Sidetrack for the Orange JMO. And everybody and their mom orders it, and they order my drink specifically. That's so funny. It's cool. But... um all right, I'll tell you guys. So <laughs> wait, we have to, and this is oh, two, two queens, queens, one, one blood. blood. Two queens, one blood. Two queens, one, one blood. Just two. two queens, one blood. You better spark it up. The two queens and a blood. Two queens, one blood. Two queens, one blood. Two queens, one blood. You better spark it up. The two queens and a blood. I was like, we're just not gonna finish the intro. <laughs> we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. Um, yeah, it's orange JMO, Sprite, and a little bit of lemonade. That's that's cute. It's so good. It tastes like a dreamsicle, but not. It's really good. Be careful though, because it will get you wasted. I've been on the skinny girl. I mean, when I'm drinking, I'm not drinking right now, but like skinny girl, gin, tonic, and lemon. You need to never drink gin again. (laughs) I don't know why you continuously drink it. You are not your best self on gin. Because I'm not trying to drink tequila Red Bulls. So don't drink tequila Red Bulls. What else am I going to drink? Find another drink, but gin is not it for you. (sighs) Gin is not it for you. They taste so good. They do, but you black out on gin. You get you get white girl wasted on gin. I do. Yeah, you gin is not for you. Gin is not for you at all. Respectfully, <laughs> it is not for you. Gin's not for me. I have a bottle in my room though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, wow. gin is not for you or me. Gin is not for the people. It's not for the people. Drink Jamerson. They should sponsor us. I literally told Sidetrack that the other day. I was like. Ah. JMO needs to sponsor me. And they were like, well, they practically do. Nah, bitch. They sponsor y'all. They need to sponsor me. Yeah. <laughs> you need that check into your account. That's why I try okay. to Okay. But, um, yeah. So, it was a lot of JMO that was drank St. Patrick's Day weekend. Or is that, well, I think St. Patrick's Day weekend is this upcoming weekend. Uh, you know Chicago celebrates both. Yeah. They celebrated, like, the whole month low-key. But we died at the river last week, did the parade, and it was madness in Boys Town. Literal madness. But it was great. I had such a fun time. I, it was one of the first times that I actually got wasted. Like, wasted. In a long time. And I got wasted while I was working. I love that. And as soon as I got off the stage after performing, everybody was like, oh my god, that number was so good. First thing I said to Mikey, I'm fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was. I was. I was doing uh, Fantasy by Mariah Carey. Oh, we love that. But I was feeling it. You couldn't tell me I wasn't Mariah Carey. And it's because I was so lit. She delivered, though. I looked back at the videos and I was like, wait, this lip sync was really good, though. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, uh, today we are discussing drag and drag queens. Yay. No, I think it's really important we discuss this topic, especially since we both are drag queens. I'm not a drag queen. I don't know what you're talking about. Of course not. That's a man. <laughs> That's a that man. Sometimes Murray. wears a wig and eyelashes. <laughs> I was gonna say, I know I got a wig around me somewhere. I could throw <laughs> one on real quick. Over the hat. <laughs> Over the hat. New fashion look. Uh, but yeah, today we are talking about drag, all things drag, our experience with drag, things like that. Um, so this is going to be a good episode. If you like drag, and if you don't like drag... What are you doing here? Well, if you don't like drag, listen to the episode and get educated. Wait, no, but like, what are you doing here, though? I'm real confused. Well, they probably just saw two beautiful, chocolatey... Well, I don't know when you do all that. (laughs) (laughs) I had to pull the beautiful back real quick, because that tongue flick was real ooey. (laughs) Nasty. Mm -hmm. Very much Jackson. But yeah, so if you are a fan of drag, hopefully you enjoy this episode. If you're not, hopefully you're educated by it and you become a fan of it. Or you just continue to kiss our ass because we don't care. (laughs) Boy, I don't give up. (laughs) Anyway, so drag, what was your first time seeing drag? That's Oh my gosh, wait. I think my first time seeing drag was RuPaul. Like, their music videos, you know? When was that for you? Um, If you can recall. I would say senior year, freshman year of college. So, like, between 2011 or 2010 to 2012. Okay. Yeah. And then the first time I actually was ever in drag was even before I became princess. Well, we're not there yet. Oh, 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 oh. We're not there yet. I'm sorry. Jump the gun. Sorry. When was the first time you saw drag, (laughs) sister? So, uh, 2012, uh, when I first moved to Chicago for college, uh, me and my ex and some of his friends had went up to Boys Town. And they were just showing me everything. And apparently, this was before Lark was Lark. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I can't remember what it was called back in 2012. If y'all were around, y'all will know. Uh, but it was an 18 and up spot on Fridays or Thursdays. It was like one of the Wild days of, Thursdays? Yeah. I remember like, that. Yeah. Yeah. It was something like that. Anyway, they had a drag performance going on. And it was my first time ever seeing drag. And I so wish that I could remember who this person was. So that way I could go up to them today and be like, do you know that you're the first person I ever saw in drag? But I can't remember who it was for the life of me because I didn't even get into the world until years later. Um, but it was 2012 um, at whatever that wild Thursdays was. And um, I was sitting in the back of the Lark area and the performer was performing Cat Graham's Put Your Graffiti on Me. Love that song. And this bitch... Eight. 
It was so good. I was like, uh, <laughs> what is this? I was like, it was, what is this? Like, I had no clue. First time ever seeing it. First time ever, like, you know, didn't even know who RuPaul was. I was a very sheltered child. Yeah. So I was like, what am I being opened up to? And never experienced it again after that until years later. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But then, is it crazy? Because then let's think about it. We all think that that was the first time we saw drag. But realistically, it wasn't. Medea. It still wasn't. Big Mama from Big Mama's house. Um, um, Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, literally, we have seen drag... drag since we were babies. Which is crazy to think about. But now it's suddenly become a problem. Right? So, I bet the the Mo's that are like trying to pass this bill love Miss Doubtfire and stuff. Like Well the gag is that one of them is a drag queen. Oh my god. <laughs> if we want to call him What's his name? Um, Santos. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all haven't seen it, look it up. And it's quite we're not giving him no light. No light. I will say, though, his back and forth banter with Trixie was kind of funny. Absolutely. That was funny. And that's how you knew he was a fucking queen. <laughs> the way he was going <laughs> back and forth with a queen. <laughs> like, oh, okay, girl. Yo, we see you, sis. Wait, are we backstage? Is this what's happening? <laughs> Very that. Okay, so <coughs> that was your first time seeing drag. RuPaul was when you saw it. Did it give you the feels of oh, this is something I want to do, or what were your first feelings basically when you saw it? I was really appreciative of it. Like, were I, you? Oh, oh, but you were already like. A fully fledged identifying homosexual. Yeah. Got it. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Gay. Queer. Yeah. Homosex. Homosexual. <laughs> Not hetero. <laughs> Not heteronormative. Yeah. So. The homonormative. I appreciated it because I was like, oh, this is good music. Oh, she looks good. Oh, this is a cute music video. Like, you know. Mm. But like. Now it's just like a whole different ragamaru or whatever. What was that word? Ragamaru. Is that a real word? Ow. It is now. And if it wasn't, it is now. All right. We'll add it to the dictionary. Well, when you first saw RuPaul, could you have imagined that that would be your future doing drag? Getting in the geesh, playing in wigs, makeup, hair, lashes, dresses, heels, body. I mean, after, so, after I saw RuPaul, like, virtually or whatever, <coughs> um, I actually got to impersonate RuPaul at a Columbia show. 
I'm not gonna throw shade. Keep going. I'm screaming. Wow, <laughs> you you know it was it was Columbia. Whoa, that's why we're just not gonna throw shade. Keep going. Anyways, so then after that, I was like, okay, that was fun, but I'm not gonna do this like that. Like I appreciate it from afar. And then lo and behold, several years later, some wonderful home like so when you just said that some i almost unfortunately had to cough but if i didn't have to cough i was gonna come up to the mic somebody once (laughs) told me (laughs) sorry you know 90s baby um finish your thought let me be honest I forgot what I was saying. Yeah, I'm high as hell. I smoked half a joint in the bathroom while I was getting ready this morning. I took a couple of hitters from a hitter. Yeah. And, you know, it's nothing like that first smoke of the day. That smoke of the day is the highest that you're going to be in the day. No shade. Honestly, it's just like kickstarting your metabolism. Like, you take your first hit, and you're like, oh, sh- I'm high. And it's a lovely place to be. <laughs> Okay, so when were you first introduced to RuPaul's Drag Race? I think it was you. I don't know what it was, but it was you. Really? Yeah. You were the person that did that. How long? Like, what season? I want to say the reason season six jumps out to me, but I'm not sure why. So I'm going to say season six, but I'm not sure. Okay, that's wrong, because I don't like season six. <laughs> I'm not saying that you like it, but I'm just saying, like, we... So, I was introduced to RuPaul's Drag Race at season eight. However, I was introduced through season five, which is the best season of RuPaul's Drag Race until All-Stars 2 happened, but All-Stars 2 is a different franchise, technically. Wait, which one is the one with Roxy Andrews? Season five. Okay. Best season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Argue with your mammy. Don't argue with me, bitch. (laughs) Okay. I'm just like, we're not even going to play. Everybody and their mom knows season five is the best season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, That is why you have most of the most iconic phrases, uh, memes, all that stuff that went viral came from season five. Most of it. Or... The queens, the amount of queens that are iconically known on Drag Race from season five. Not to downplay any of the other seasons, I'm just making why season five is the best season. I mean, you could downplay all the other seasons if you want to. Live your truth. No, because I really appreciate drag for what it is. And so to downplay other people's art is not my stilo. I don't necessarily think if you talk about Drag Race as the TV show, you're not downplaying it there. I'm not though. I'm talking about... Oh, like that. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But I was firstly introduced to RuPaul's Drag Race when season 8 was starting, however, uh, because it was on television. We had to wait every week. You know, I'm a binge watcher. Uh, So uh, the person who put me onto drag race i'm no longer friends with them uh but uh they were watching it either they were watching it and we were smoking and i was just like what is this 
or something like along those lines. It was coming on and they were like, oh, I have to watch this while we were smoking or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up watching an episode and I was just like, what is this? I never saw it before. Never heard of it. Never knew about it. The, remember, the only time that I had ever seen drag prior to that was that one time. At this point, it was like three, four years later. And I was just like, oh, my goodness, this is that thing that I thought. What is this? Didn't even know what drag was. And then um, that's when my friend explained to me what drag was. And we started the journey of Drag Race on season five. After watching season five, I said, okay, I'm going to invest in this. Start at season one. And I went from season one, caught up to season eight by the time season eight was over. And yeah, the rest has been history. <laughs> Clearly, she's a RuPaul's Drag Race fan. She is. Um, and it's kind of altered. I kind of hate it because it kind of altered my way of watching reality TV. Because before it used to be really good. Now it's just overly produced. <laughs> and so, like, I was watching Next in Fashion with Mikey over the weekend. And I was literally guessing the storyline and what was about to happen. And he was and about to get eliminated and all that. Just based off of how produced Drag Race is. You can tell. Because most reality shows, yeah, they're produced. Well, let me be specific. Most reality competition shows, yes, they are produced. But they're not overly produced like how Drag Race is. I one show that is might be on the same level would be like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because I can definitely predict everything that's going to happen. I don't watch those, so I can't speak on that. The only thing that I watched relatively close to that was Favor Flavor of Love. I'm I love New York. Screaming. Rock of Love. Yeah, no. It's yeah. Okay. Well, on Drag Race, there's a lot of things that you can catch on to where you noticed, oh, this person is about to get eliminated this episode. Or, oh, they're going to put this person in the bottom for a storyline because that person's going to be in the bottom because they did bad. Even if they didn't do bad, they're going to be in the bottom. Kind of like how this last week was. Ooh. Girl, because we don't even need to discuss it. <laughs> Y'all already know Anitra and Marsha, Marsha, Marsha both should have stayed. Absolutely. It should have been a double Shante. But the storyline, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha would have got a win next episode because she was the theater queen. Yeah. And the musical is next week. So they had to get rid of her while they could. And they have saved queens who lip synced a lot worse than that. <clears throat> Candy, Muse, and Simone. Um, no shade to them. It's shade to RuPaul. Because it's like you literally picked a double save over a lip sync that was just, mm. it was a lip sync versus a moment where y'all were thoroughly entertained. The viewers were thoroughly entertained. Production was thoroughly entertained because Marsha, Marsha, Marsha spoke about it at Roscoe's how <clears throat> after her lip sync, when she went backstage, like production was like going crazy. And they were like, that was such an iconic moment. Like this is going to live on forever. Like this was one of the best lip syncs. If y'all know all of that, why would y'all still send this girl home? Because y'all knew the next week she was going to win, and that wouldn't work well with your storyline to get rid of her before the season finale, because we only got two, three more episodes before the season finale. So, anyway, 
the overprodu- the overproduction of the show has changed my view when I watch certain shows. Mm-hmm. But I still love the art of drag, and to a certain degree, I do agree with Jasmine Masters. RuPaul's Drag Race has fucked up drag. <laughs> <laughs> it has, it has, but at the same time, it has evolved and open the door for so many people to get into drag that you can't necessarily say that it effed up drag. There are two sides to a coin and both sides are true. Here. Thank you. Yeah. So. I just want you to know, I've never heard there's two sides of a coin and both sides are true. I've heard the clock is right twice a day. You know, (laughs) (laughs) but I've never heard both sides are true. Okay. I mean, are you saying that the tales is a lie? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Gaslighting the tails. Well, I'm actually gaslighting the head because the head be trash. (laughs) (laughs) Go to your room. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) So with that being said, Undrag, maybe we should slightly touch on the madness that's going on in today's world with drag queens and drag queens being under attack by the government. Yeah, this is... This is... <coughs> this bill that they passed in like places like Tennessee and they're in the process of passing it in other... Mostly red states. It's not... Absolutely. Like, we're fine. But... For now... Chicago's progressive. <coughs> they just voted or not. I don't know completely, but Homegirl lost the mayor thing and the person who what it is a conservative. Wait, who are you saying Homegirl? Are you talking Lori? The other candidate is a Democrat. A racist conservative Democrat. No, not him. Not the one with the V. It's the other one. There's two. Well, hopefully we got him. The right one. I don't know. I got to do my research on that more before we discuss that. But um, as you were saying, uh, there has been a recent ban on drag and the appearance of a female impersonation in public uh, in Tennessee. Correct. Um, And the reason why I feel like, because I read an article and I was like, you know what, let me me brush up on this because I've seen videos, I've been on Twitter. But, like, I really wanted to get, like, down to the facts. And what I read was, like, this bill is so, like, vague where it can be dangerous for people who are trans and it can affect their rights and put them in situations that are not safe for them, you know? So, uh, the world, do better. Like, mind your business. There's so many. There's a woman I was on TikTok, I think was today. TikTok or Twitter. And for the past three weeks, she brought up every, like, pedophile that was, uh, or, like, crimes that involved children. Um, And they were, like, all priests. They were all um, school people. They were politicians. But they're never. A drag queen or a transgender person. Because they're too busy being your uncle, your cousin, your brother. All of them that you try and act like you don't see it. 
but the whole family knows what they're doing. It's some people, but y'all not worried about them. Y'all worried about people that are just trying to make a coin. Be pretty. Creative. Live their fantasy. Live their fantasy. See, there's different types of drag queens. And it's not fair what y'all are doing right now. Because what y'all are doing is attacking the drag queens who read books to children, who perform at family-friendly brunches, and y'all are labeling them as the queens who perform at 21 and over clubs where they will do more burlesque, risque shows and show body and do things like that. Because it's 21 and up. Like, no children are present. And that video that was, like, passed around is fake. The one where it was, like, a whole bunch of, like, kids in, like, a daycare. Yeah, I saw that. Fake. This is the thing. Whenever a queen is booked at a reading or at a um, family-friendly drag show, brunch, whatever, they're typically dressed what? Like a princess or unthemed to whatever the brunch is. If it's a SpongeBob thing, then they're typically dressed like characters from SpongeBob. If it's... I've done a Disney brunch. Yeah. you're You're not dressing in the provocative ways that you would at a 21 and over club. So it's very unfair to them to make it seem as though they're doing the drag that you see as an adult in the 21 and over club. Why are you making a ban on children seeing drag when they can see drag on TV and on movies, but you're not making a ban on guns when they're shooting each other up in schools monthly almost. And this doesn't happen in other countries. I want you to know, like it's ours. Like it's a shame, but we're supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave. Apparently everything in America has restraints and limitations on it, except for guns. Yeah. That's the only thing that can be free. Literally, I can I can go get a gun right now. And we're not here talking about <laughs> gun reform. That's not what the moment is. It's the point of there are bigger fish to fry. And drag queens are not one of them. Leave us alone. For real. Literally, no drag queen is paying attention to you. We are so self-focused on ourselves and how good we look <laughs> and making sure that we deliver what we're supposed to be delivering. We do not care about what is going on with you in your life. So don't worry about what's going on with us in our lives. And this is our job. How many of you guys work jobs that are actually harming people? How many of you are working in factories producing chemicals that are actually releasing toxins into residential neighborhoods and harming people? But drag queens are harming people because we want to lip sync to other people's music and get a couple dollars out of it. Majority of the time in the club. Bye. Bigger fish. Focus on something else. Glug, glug. Chug, chug. Yeah. And at the end of the day, this has always been in the works. And I said this when they were coming Roe versus Wade. 
when they were coming for Roe versus Wade, the gays are next. And it's going to be a matter of time before they start trying to undo gay marriage, which they're already trying to currently as we speak. That's the next bill that's being proposed. You better hurry up and get married, bitch. Well, we'll see. Because <laughs> at this point, I'm like, girl, I'm all alone. <laughs> There's no one here besides me. I don't think it's besides. I think My it's problems all are gone. There's no one to... I don't know what he says right there. So I'm going to say, surprise me. <laughs> hey, because you got to have friends. Boom. Wow, you're supposed to take over like Shrek and kick in the door or like make a loud bang and then say, stop screaming <laughs> or singing. Wow. It's all right. It is. Anyway. At the end of the day, drag queens are friends. Not food. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking when I said that. And what y'all are not about to do is think that you could come and eat us up. Because, baby, history will repeat itself. 100%. Stonewall. Stonewall. So... I just want to continuously remind people that gays are not punks. Gays are very tough. Trans women are the toughest people. Aside from black women, I do think that black women are the Trans toughest people. Trans black women. Trans black people are superior. Mm -hmm. um, trans men are also, because we also have to realize that with making these changes, because they're coming for sports, making these changes y'all are so worried about trans women being on sports teams with women but if you make these changes saying that someone has to go to the locker room or be on the team that they were uh, born as then that means that you're literally putting trans men who are pumped with testosterone onto women's sports because they were born as women y'all are the smartest people in the world and you heard it here, folks. She said you're dumb as... Geniuses. Mm. Yeah. It's really wrong to identify people with just their genitalia. Because we're more than that. So there's a lot. Right now, support your friends who are queens. Support your friends who are trans. Support your family members who are part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Um, because they're under attack. They're under attack. And it's time that we take things into our own hands and get the people into office who will respect us yes. and respect them. Because just because you don't agree with someone's lifestyle doesn't mean you can't respect it. It's called minding your business. It has nothing to do with you. And you don't even necessarily have to respect it. Mind your business. If you don't respect it, it has nothing to do with you. It's not ruining your day at the end of the day. It's not making your day at the end of the day. It's not affecting your day. At all. So leave it alone. 
leave them alone. Or deal with it. Because it's going to be a problem. Y'all thought Black Lives Matters was an issue. And they was out there protesting. Y'all do not want to mess with the gays. We're just going to continuously say that. Because if you don't know Stonewall, look it up. Simply put, y'all don't want to mess with us. Because that was then. This is now. Gays are a lot more ruthless. Ruthless. Play with your mama. Don't play with us. (laughs) Talk to us nice. And talk to us very nicely. So, I say all that to say, drag is a wonderful art form that should be appreciated. It changes lives. It saves lives. And yes, sometimes people are curious at a young age and they want to get into it because they're into makeup. They're into hair. Those are valid revenues where they could become makeup artists. They could become hairstylists. They could become drag queens. These are all ways that people are making real money, valid careers. And it's unfair to try and attack someone's livelihood just because it doesn't agree with your religion. Even though your religion never says that drag is a problem. And even though the government that you created states separation of church and state. You know, you know they were lying. They were lying through their teeth when they said separation of church and state. They said, okay, (laughs) come on, come on. It's just little things like that where I just want to point out how smart they are. Yeah, dumb. Because dum da dum dum dum. Yeah. Very that. So more on a lighthearted note. Give it to me. What was the first song you've ever performed as a queen? Flawless by Beyonce. Okay. And I looked absolutely horrendous. <laughs> the gag is literally this last Beyonce night was the first time that I performed it again, which was five years later. Oh my god. I looked great. i like the change (laughs) so mad that there's no video footage of it so that way i can put like a side by side dang but it's all good i'll perform it again at some point period but yeah what about you um i'm gonna just say the one as princess because it's wasabi by little mix and then i perform you performed that a couple times. Yeah. That was your song for a minute when you came out. Mm-hmm. And then for a while it was Boss Bitch. Well, as someone who... Did you see the lip sync? Yes. Okay, so someone who is a um, Boss Bitch professional, that is a song that is your song, how did you feel about the lip sync? It was sickening. I was very happy. I was like, okay. I was like, someone texted me. I think it was Sophia. She was like, girl, they're coming for your gig. <laughs> but I don't perform it anymore because I performed it too much. And I'm like taking a break. So, but they they ate. They ate. It was the back bend. Twist over from Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And then Anitra like whale diving over it was giving wait no (laughs) i'm so glad you used that specific terminology (laughs) because 
we need to give Selena S. Titties her flowers for the funniest commentary. It was so hilarious. Every time I look back and watch the video, I'm like, everybody's so fascinated with how amazing that lip sync is, but nobody is getting into <laughs> after Nitra jumps. Selena S. Titty yells, Oh, free Willy! <laughs> it does <laughs> the well. <laughs> it was so funny because I did not catch that the first time that I watched the lip sync because I was so in awe by the lip sync that I was just like, okay, we're getting commentary. Get it off the screen. Let's get back to the lip sync. That when I go back and watch the video now, that's all I can watch. Like, I literally rewind just for that part. The reason why that description was what it was. Like, that's the exact, because it's ingrained in my head. And I'm like, that was so funny, because she literally screamed, ah, free will. <laughs> <laughs> but it was sickening. Like, I can't even be mad at it. So It really was. That was a great lip sync. And to be honest... <sighs> I love me some Sasha Kobe, but that was the best lip sync of the season. Absolutely. It was. Um, Sasha Kobe and Anitra would come in second. And then Jax and Anitra would come after that. Yes. But, yeah, that lip sync was phenomenal. And they should both be very, 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 very proud of themselves. Because for Marsha, yeah, you got eliminated, but you got eliminated with the majority of people thinking that you should not have been eliminated. You shouldn't have even been in the bottom. People who didn't even like you. I didn't even like Marsha. I love Marsha. Like, I it was I loved her talent. I didn't like her drag aesthetic. It was just like, mm, all right, a little very bit, basic, very bland. I feel that. Yeah. But her performance, her talent. Oh, girl, eight. <laughs> cleared and i mean she was good on just about every challenge she did so it was like yeah you have to like her talent but i just don't like her drag aesthetic it's not my cup of tea i get that but who's to say that it won't evolve i think she'll be a completely different person on all stars because you pity the fool if you think the marsha 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 won't be on all stars oh can't wait to see that definitely will be on all stars i'm calling it now definitely in the top three Unless they eliminate her. Because, you know, the queens, they get kind of shady in All-Stars. I love it. Ooh. Mm -hmm. But anyway, are there any final thoughts that you want to throw in there for? Thirts? Thir I know. I heard it <laughs> after I said it. I'm a little lit, okay? I was high as hell. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I really enjoy drag. It's... It's like, yeah. It, it's like, yeah. I love it. The best description of anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> Please put that on my tombstone when I die. <laughs> Here lies the body of Zamora Love. It's, it's like, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're full. We're going to take a break. <laughs> When we come back, we're going to get into some Reddit stories. Uh, I did find some Am I the Assholes pertaining to drag. Oh, okay. So, Honestly, if you're not tipping, you're an asshole. You know, I didn't see any of those, <laughs> but that should be on there. I mean, no. I'm, 
if you're in the front, like the front front, and you're not tipping, you're an asshole. This is the thing. You're not required to tip the drag queens. No. However, you understand that when you're watching a drag performance, tip the drag queen. That's just, it's like you're not required to tip your waiter, but you tip them. Tip the drag queen. You're not required to tip the housekeeping staff at your hotel, but you do. Why? Because they are all making your experience better. Yeah. Drag queens are making your experience in the club better. Whether if you like it or not, just tip the drag queens. And if you're not going to, don't be by the stage. Stay in the back. Also, don't be rude and be back there talking all loud and trying to draw attention to yourself. Let's take this break because we can get into a tangent. I know. There's (laughs) There's a lot. But overall... Respect drag queens. And when you come to gay spaces. Respect the gay space. And don't touch the drag queens. All right. Consent is key. Consent is key. We'll be back. Knitter, mm. some knitter. <laughs> He's a knitter. I gotta remember what episode that was on so I can put that in my favorite moments of season one. Did you remember I played the whole video? Yes. I hold on, hold on. That's all right. I'm literally gonna go back and watch all of them. Period. Do like screen grabs, funny moments, and stuff. All right, all right, we are back, and we are going to get into some Reddit tea right quick. Now, these stories that I found for today are stories that took place quite some time ago, but they are drag-related. And we love the drag. We do. Um, so, uh, this first one is, am I the asshole for being ashamed of my drag queen sister? Which was posted four years ago. Pause. Yes. Yes, you are. But continue. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, When my sister was 15, she fell in with an odd crowd. She started watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, so we're the odd crowd. Yeah. (laughs) Asshole. Anyway, she started watching RuPaul's Drag Race and going to gay bars. Only went to see these drag shows to mix with people that were the same as her. I disagree. Uh, While she's never fit in with me and my family isn't anything like those people... She has become obsessed with these drag queens and since it started has met 47 of these famous drag queens. Uh, This would be somewhat okay if she didn't insist on dressing in drag too. She goes to these drag shows in ridiculously high heels and large heinous wigs and gaudy makeup. I think this person is British. For some reason, the way that they're saying these things are making me want to say it in a British accent. Gaudy makeup. In heinous wigs and gaudy makeup. Yeah. That just feels very... Anyway, um, our shared wardrobe has gone from just... Wait, wait. Our shared... It does say our shared wardrobe has gone from being just a few t-shirts on her side. Oh, 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 like share. Like a closet. closet. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't, you say shared wardrobe, I was thinking they were shared. It's almost like, um. Right. Um, 
just a few t-shirts on her side to being full of flamboyant and colorful color colorful costumes uh they only fill her side but still it's annoying not only does she go to shows but she started performing this means that she regularly walks around our town in full drag it's embarrassing she has a once weekly gig and claims it's her job it's embarrassing of her she (laughs) i'm sorry it's the read for me (laughs) that was kind of funny he read it for a different reason than you think it's not the way that i know it's not funny because of what he's thinking i'm thinking of it as a messy track queen because these queens really do be out here with one weekly gig (laughs) let me stop let me stop because I used to be that queen. So, <laughs> I think that's Delusional. why it's funnier. Hey, I found freedom from the delusion. <laughs> <laughs> and you can too be freed from the delusion. <laughs> By subscribing to our Patreon. Okay, or at least our YouTube channel. Help a bitch out. Anyway, um, I'm embarrassed of her. She gets so much attention walking through town and her entire school knows about it. She says they're supportive or whatever, but I'm worried about the people that will think about me and my family. It's gotten so strange. Um, I'm sorry. It's gotten so the stage where I have started. Okay. I think that's supposed to say it's gotten to the stage, but it says it's gotten so the sage uh, to where I have started to go by my mother's last name. So people don't know that we're related and I avoid being seen with her. A few weeks ago, I was planning on going to the shopping center with my friends. Mom, they put mama M a M mom. Is that mom? I'm assuming. So keep going. Anyway, my mom, was uh, going to give me and my friends a lift to the bus stop. My sister heard this and asked if she could get dropped off to the bus stop too. Uh, She was, of course, in drag and on the way to a performance. My mom said yes, and I lost it. There was no way I was letting my friends in the car with her looking like that. She had a yellow wig on, for Christ's sake. She looked like an overgrown banana. I screamed at her that she was an embarrassment to me and to the family. I told her that our grandmother would turn in her grave if she saw her. I'm sorry, if she saw what she had become. I told her that no, she couldn't get in the car with us. And in fact, she wasn't allowed to even be seen with us at all. I told her that I wish that she could have behaved like normally for just once because she's bringing shame and disgrace to our family. These feelings have been bubbling over for a while, and they all let loose. I feel like I'm only doing what's right for her as she's making a fool of herself for the sake of 60 euro a night. She's basically a whore, and I don't want her to regret it when she decides to finally settle down and have a family. My dad went ballistic at me and made me stay at my friend's that night. My sister hasn't spoken to me since, which is awkward as we share a room. 
My parents have been icy too and say that I should know better and should support her, but I do support her, just not in this. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Like I said before, yes, yes you are. Mind your business. Mind your business. I'm really confused as to why people find this so difficult because what she's doing with her life has no effect towards you. Her parents are supportive of her. Why aren't you supportive of her? Because why? You're a dick. Well, firstly, I'm upset that we don't know if OP is a woman or a man. Because at first I was like, oh, this might be her brother. But then I was like, "Mm, this might be her sister if they share a room. And if that's the case, what does it matter? It's a girl playing in makeup and hair. Lip syncing the songs that are not theirs. She's 15, and you called her a whore. You're a dick. You're, uh... Because she's making money at 15? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Where is she performing at 15? <laughs> is the real question. Well, this Europe. is in Europe. Yeah, this is, this Europe. is Europe. Okay. <laughs> um, the comments were so unneeded. They were so unneeded. Um, because you never know how people feel about themselves. And you never know how people feel about what they're doing. And not to say that your sister feels that she's an embarrassment to her family, but she probably picks up that feeling from you at least. And she probably knows this is how you feel about her. You didn't need to say all that. You didn't need to bring your grandmother turning over in her grave into that. You didn't need to bring your parents into it saying that she brings shame to you and the family. And this is basically how the family feels. Um, you didn't need to speak for your friends and say that she wasn't allowed to be seen by y'all. I'm sorry, with y'all. You're probably musty. <laughs> it's always the musty hose, It's huh? always the musty hose. <laughs> uh. uh, Top comment on this simply just puts, you're the asshole. She has a hobby and she's enjoying it. You can't control her. Chill. Yeah chill next comment there says uh you're the asshole and a massive one a gaping one at that i mean really she's basically a whore and i don't want her to regret it when she decides to finally settle down and have a family and what twisted sense is being a drag queen equal to being basically a whore my parents have been icy too and say that i should know better and should support her but i do support her just not in this you do not support her stop lying to yourself hmm Mm -hmm. you're the asshole she's been having fun leave her the f alone it's pretty clear no one is embarrassed but you you're probably jealous like you wish you had that life but you're not that type of person Someone said, you're the asshole, and your sister sounds awesome, and you sound like a real drag. Pun intended. (laughs) Somebody said, you're the asshole. You're just mad because... You're the asshole, so you're mad because your sister is cooler than you? Yeah. That's what it's giving. Especially when you made that comment about 
her closet. Like, yeah, y'all share a closet, but her stuff is on her side of the closet. It's not spilling into your side of the closet. You're just mad because you got to look at colorful costumes. I'm sorry you're boring. Like, <laughs> that's when you lost everybody that was reading this Reddit story. I mean, you lost us a lot earlier in it, but you for sure lost us when you were mad about her side of the being full of flamboyant and colorful costumes. Yeah, I checked out. Honestly, you kept reading it, and I was like, you're an asshole. We didn't have to hear the rest of the story. Do better. Simply put, it's thoughts like this. Like, why is it, and why is what someone else does an embarrassment to you? Figure that out about yourself, and I promise you, your life will be better. And if you can't figure it out by yourself, go to therapy. And if you can't go to therapy, mind your business. <laughs> anyway, leave her alone. Yeah. All right. We got one more story. Mm. This is also a drag. drag. Ooh. I don't know how I feel about this one, so I am very interested on what the T is, because I have not read this. I just read the title and the overall. Oh, and just so we know in that other one, the overall vote was asshole. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this one also four years ago. <laughs> oh, they give you the exact date and time and everything if you hover over the year. Oh. This was posted on Monday, March 11th, 2019 oh. at 5.32 p.m. Central Standard Time. Love that. Pisces season. Mm-hmm. Which was literally three days ago. Uh, anyway, am I the asshole for not going home with a drag queen after letting them buy me free drinks? Now you see why I'm like, uh, let's, let's, let's find out. All right. So. So, I'm a heteroflexible dude. Come on, heteroflexible. <laughs> so, you're bi curious. <laughs> you're bi. It's all a spectrum. Well, Just let's, let's not like say bi. Like what you like. Maybe a little curious. Anyway, so, well, I guess heteroflexible is a thing. Kind of heteroflexible. No, he's not. He's heterosexual. He's heterosexual. However, my mindset of, and I'm going to blank his name out. My mindset of hetero flexible is like you're straight, but you're very comfortable with yourself and being around gays, being in gay environments, doing gay shit doesn't affect you. No, that's just being comfortable with your sexuality. Hetero flexible is like, oh, like on occasion, I like to suck a dick. <laughs> that's what hetero flexible means. Not occasionally. I like to suck a dick. <laughs> like, or vice versa. Like, but that's what it means where it's just like, oh, I'm straight 99% of my life. But you know, that 1%, I'm like, mm, forbidden fruit. Got you. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm a heteroflex. <laughs> oh, oh, to, qu- to take it back, I take my statement back. The person that I said is not heteroflexible. Now that I know what heteroflexible is. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a heteroflexible dude who most. Oh, well, I guess we should have kept reading and it would have explained it right there. I'm so sorry. The the reader like, how many times are you going to read? What the epic story? Anyway, 
I'm a heteroflexible dude who mostly F's women, but introduces a man every once in a while. I also hang out with my city's resident gay club a lot because I like dancing and it's the only club in town not filled with frat bros. It's a college town. Fair. Anyway, I got really plastered and spent a while making out with a drag queen there and letting them buy me drinks even though I wasn't super into them. I'm 21. He slash he was maybe early 30s end of the night they kept asking me to go home with him slash her and i just wasn't really feeling it so i declined truthfully i wasn't feeling it the whole night but wanted someone to make out with and dance on me and honestly to buy me free drinks i guess i used them a little but i did spend i'm sorry but i did spend the night with him Wait, what? I guessed I used them a little, but I did spend the night with him, and I think we both had a good time. I just didn't want to have sex with him. Does this make me an asshole? No. It's like just because someone buys you to drink does not mean you're obligated to have sex with them. Like, at all. And consent can be revoked at any point. Never forget that. Um, but also, if it's a drag queen that's at a like a gay bar, I'm nine times out of ten. I'm assuming they they performed or something, and I'm assuming they're not buying drinks. So, I know what you're thinking. Like, I know what you're thinking, but like, put that aside and be like, I'm just gonna say this: <laughs> the overall vote is asshole. Are you serious? Asshole. So, no. So I feel justified in saying what I'm going to say. I'm going to start with what... I'm going to start by saying this. <laughs> like, <laughs> let me cite my sources. I'm going to start by saying this. You do not owe anyone sex. 100%. So, let's take that out of the equation. Okay. Top comment. You're the asshole because, and then they took this from what he wrote. Truthfully, I wasn't feeling it the whole night, but wanted someone to make out with and dance on me and honestly buy me free drinks. Asshole. You're also the asshole for. Truthfully. Wait. Okay. That's the part that we just read. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Okay. That's the main part that you're the asshole for. But this whole part where you're like, um,. I spent a while making out with the drag queen there and letting them buy me drinks, even though I wasn't super into them. I'm 21 and he or she is in their early 30s. Why were you making out with them then? Why are you wasting their time? If you're not into somebody, just say you're not into them. Stop playing the game. I mean, have you never just gone to the club and like just made out with them? No, ever. Ever. First of all, no. 
have okay that's a lie i made out with somebody in the club once (laughs) however it was somebody that i knew like knew knew for a while so it wasn't like oh i'm just making out with some random person in the club but no no (laughs) the top comment continues to say you're the asshole because and then that part that we just read and then you're said and then they said you're under no obligation to sleep with anyone regardless of what they buy or do for you but for f sakes don't lead people on if you know that you don't want the other person or what they want just tell them if they want to continue spending time with you under those circumstances then great if not also great and then everybody is just like, yeah, this pretty much sums it up. The other person, you're the asshole. A little bit, I guess. Everyone understands the usual intent of buying slash receiving drinks at the bar. Uh, you sure as hell don't owe anyone sex for any reason and have every right to refuse advances while still accepting the drinks. It's just that it's rude. Yeah, it's rude. But, like, I feel like the last story we did, I was like, he was an asshole. You're just a dick. Like, I wouldn't say full asshole, but you're a dick. You're also 21. So I guess it's like, mm, young and dumb. dumb. (laughs) It's the truth, though. But what are we going to do? Well, the community thinks you're an asshole. I was just going to say, the community thinks you're an asshole, and I'm going to stand with the community. I think you're a dick. Maybe you're balls. Maybe you're the gooch. Taint. You're a taint. <laughs> you're a taint. <laughs> the new insult. Yep, that's it. All right, well, those are our Reddit stories for today. Um, this basically sums up the podcast is there anything that you want to say to the people before we go um i mean it's a slow month for me but i'll be at franklin college this weekend on the 18th um yeah i'm excited well we love that you guys know y'all can find my schedule on my instagram Uh, all social medias will be listed below please follow us on all of them Uh, make sure to like share subscribe comment um Turn on your notifications, mm-hmm. all those good things. We post every Wednesday. Next week will be our last Wednesday. Uh, for a month, but we will be posting on our social media throughout that month of absence. Just so that way you guys can miss us, but still remember us. Miss know, me. With the Re- bullshit. I was going to say, remember me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, that has been our episode on Drag Queens. Um, If you learn nothing, learn mind your business. Yeah, at the end of the day, you do not have to like, agree, or any of that. Just mind your business. Has nothing to do... Your life has nothing to do with other people's life, and other people's life has nothing to do with yours. Agreed. You minding their business is what makes their life a part of your life. But you should be minding the business that pays you. And if you ain't getting a check, why are you worried about it? 
I worried about that, sweetheart. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you know who says it the best, Mikey? He said that one time, and it sent me when he said it. Like, he sounded just like the little boy when he said it. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's hilarious. Anyway, that's our episode. Episode 29. One more to go. And then it's the season finale of I was going to say of Drag Race. <laughs> and we are hosting the season finale of RuPaul's Drag Race. Bada boom. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm tired of talking. Remember to lead with love. And that one blunt a day. Keeps the bullshit away. Bye. Uh.